0: Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine.
1: Om namah Gurabe Sachida Nanda Murtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase. Muktanandaya guru vei shisha samsara harane bhakta kaya ekade haiya namaste chitsaratmane eta ve jagatameva samsara nava setave prabhabe saiva vidyanam shambhabe guru namaha Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma, Jasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Om Swarupa, Swaswa Bhava, Namo Namaha,
0: Om. I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. One self, one divine reality, being all selves, your own self, my own self, the self of each and all. Oh, Shiva. Again and again, I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. Clarity and compassion. Ah, to live with clarity and compassion. It's a great freedom. It's a freedom from extremes, from the ups and downs of your emotions, fears, and memories. It's the ability to live with an open heart while you let your intelligence lead the way. But when I talk about clarity, you may think of distancing yourself from others. You think it's about knowing more than other people do or seeing what they do wrong and keeping yourself separate. No, that's not clarity. That's denial and elitism. When I mention compassion, you think you have to be a doormat, doing what everyone else wants and giving away all your energy, all your resources. No, That's not compassion. That's a bleeding heart. No more bleeding hearts. No more blaming. No more need for protection. No need to resist or hide or run away. Clarity and compassion make you able to see life as it is, to face it square on with your heart open and your intelligence in full flower. This is the way you've always wanted to live. You love to love. You love to give. You love to lend a helping hand. You love to laugh and smile, to care and share. You care, even about strangers. A few years ago, I was recovering from a hip injury and having trouble walking. I went to the local grocery store, picked out a few things, brought my shopping cart out to the car and unloaded it. Then I went to get in the driver's door, but stumbled and I fell into a bush in the planter next to me. Two people ran over to me, total strangers, and they helped me climb out of the bush and into the car. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yes, I was. And even more okay with their loving generosity. If you were there, you would have helped too. You would have helped a stranger, yes? You are compassionate. It comes naturally to you. Yet you don't feel compassionate when you're defensive or when you're needy. When you get caught up in comparisons and judgments, you lose your compassion. You measure who's better and who's worse, who's right and who's wrong. Who's in charge and who's sabotaging the whole process? And you lose your compassion. You lose your clarity as well. You think you're being clear about good, bad, right, wrong, but your analysis makes you reject some people and accept only others. You don't see the divine in them. Some people only see the divine in a clear sky and blooming flowers. They see the divine in nature, but only when nature is beautiful, not when nature brings a tornado or a flood. Those are divine, too. Simply unpleasant. The divine is all the pleasant things and all the unpleasant things. The one divine reality is being all the trash cans as well as the stars at night. Clarity is a divine quality. Clarity transcends like and dislike, pleasure and pain. You already know that sometimes the only way to progress is to do something you don't like, like sweat. Or to do something that will be painful, like dental work. Whether you have to do something hard or maybe you have to give up something you like but is bad for you, the process can be painful, but the result is worth it. Clarity makes you able to see the realities of what is happening. Clarity makes you able to see what is needed. It empowers your ability to choose. Making New Year's resolutions is about clarity, which is why lots of people don't do it. In this month's teachings article, Choosing Your State, I've paired clarity and compassion as qualities that come naturally to you as you expand inward, as you deepen into your own divine essence. Meditation gives you access to this deeper inner dimension, which gives you clarity and compassion. It is a flowering of your head and heart together a rare and splendiferous combination. I'll repeat that. Meditation gives you access to this deeper dimension, which gives you both clarity and compassion. It is a flowering of your head and heart together, a rare and splendiferous combination. That's what we're doing here today. While I'm now explaining what meditation gives you, soon I'll be explaining how to meditate and we'll meditate together. Then you can see if what I've promised you is actually happening. Clarity and compassion flowering forth from within. Patanjali emphasized the value of working with both your head and heart in his yoga sutras. In yoga, you proactively practice for a long time without interruption and with devotion. Satudirga kala narantarya satkara sevito druddha Yoga Sutras, chapter 1, sutra 14. In yoga, You proactively practice for a long time without interruption and with devotion. Whether you're talking about yoga poses, breathing practices, meditation, or study of the texts, you keep at it proactively. For how long? A long time. And without interruption, no days off no vacations. You see, if you skip a day of meditation or yoga, that's the day you're going to feel bad all day. So why would you take a day off from your yoga practice? I remember one yogi, she had a beach house and lots of family came to visit her in the summer, her grown children and their children. It was a great pleasure for her to have her grandchildren there for a couple of weeks at a time. She had started yoga classes with me in the preceding fall, coming to a couple of classes a week, sometimes three. At the beginning of the summer, she told me, you won't see me for the next few months. I've got family coming for summer vacations, different family members off and on all summer long, so I'll be too busy to come to classes. I said, okay. You see, whatever you tell me you decided to do, I say, okay. It's because you tell me what you're doing. Rarely does anybody ask me what they should do. And even if they do, I start with, well, what do you want to do? I want you to do what you want to do, unless it's going to cause you pain. Then I try to point that out for you in advance. I confess, it rarely works. (laughs) So whatever you decide to do, mostly I just say, okay. So I told her, "Okay, I'll see you in the fall. And she did come back in the fall and picked back up with two or three yoga classes weekly. The next summer, she came to me and said, just like last summer, I've got family coming for summer vacations, different family members, often on all summer long. So I really need my yoga classes. You'll see me often, maybe more than usual. practicing a long time, already a year and a half, and she was making changes. And one of the changes that she would be practicing without interruption. Now, Patanjali also includes with devotion. Satu dirga kala Satkara satkarasevito durdha bumi. In yoga, you proactively practice for a long time without interruption, and with devotion. This student I was describing had developed more clarity about her yoga practice, so she had continued. She decided to continue with it through the summer, but she was also more devoted to it. She had put more of her heart into it. I could see it in many ways. Her heart showed in her connection with the other students, and she had started doing some seva, some volunteer work in the yoga center. She came to classes a little early just to connect with other people. And she helped other people with their props and with other things. She shared more and laughed more. She cared more. And it showed her heart was more open. Yes, yoga will do that for you if you let it. For me, it's so beautiful to see you blossom forth. It's one of my greatest pleasures. You see, I've never been much of a gardener. My garden is the people who are growing around me. They grow into their own selves. The sage Patanjali says you must bring both head and heart to your yoga practice. But my Baba said it the other way around. He said yoga is going to affect both your head and heart. And this is true even if all you ever do is Swarupa Yoga's poses, both your head and heart will be opened up. Clarity and compassion together. Most people look at situations in their life with a bias. What do I want to get out of this? Then they add, it simply isn't going my way. Now they're peeved or disappointed. Or they know whose fault it is and who should pay for it. Things get worse from there. But without that needy, greedy, grabby, what can I get bias? You see the situation differently. You see with clarity. Even seeing that everyone is doing what they are doing because of their individual biases. They're caught up in their need, greed, and fear trying to get everyone else to do what they want so they get what they want, you operating the same way really doesn't help at all. When you see what's going on, your response changes. You might even have compassion for them. I certainly experienced this with my parents. Of course, as a teenager, it was clear to me that they were wrong, well, about everything. As I matured, and as my own children gave me some perspective, (laughs) I could see that my parents had reasons for being as biased as they were. They had been through tough stuff. We think three years of pandemic is bad, but my parents had been teenagers during the 10 years of the Great Depression, followed by five years of World War II. Yes, they were biased. And when I understood that, I saw them differently, which really helped all the way around. Clarity means you see things as they are. My Baba used to say, change the color of your glasses. He meant that you're looking at the world through glasses that distort your perception. You don't see things as they really are. At the time that he was emphasizing this teaching, I had a pair of sunglasses that I really loved. I lived in Southern California, which is sunny most of the year, bright desert sun, and you really need sunglasses to drive safely. Well, I loved this particular pair of sunglasses because the lenses were shaded, yes, but they were shaded with a pink tinge. I wore rose-colored glasses. It was really cool. The sunrise and the sunset were more beautiful. The flowers along the sides of the road were more colorful. When some clouds would float through, they were friendly clouds, a soft, luminous pink. I loved my rose colored glasses. But some people wear gray glasses. Everything they see looks more drab, more depressing less vibrant in a lie, less beneficial. Everything is a threat or it's bound to be a disappointment. Some people wear glasses that like funhouse mirrors distort the shape of things. They misinterpret things endlessly because they see them in a distorted way. So Baba repeatedly told us we need new glasses so we could see things as they really are. How do you get new glasses? Meditate. But it's not just the minutes or the hours that you spend meditating. It's allowing your meditation to seep through your mind. Consciousness imprints upon your mind. You see, most people think that meditation is about what you do with your mind. But Swarupavidya meditation is about using your mind to get beyond your mind. I'll teach you and for many of you, remind you, to use mantra during meditation. When you fill your mind with the mantra, you are propelled deeper within. In that depth, you find your own divine essence. This is called meditation on your own self. You delve into the inner infinity of pure beingness, that is your own beingness, oh Shiva. When you surface again and extend your awareness into the external world, you don't have to lose yourself. You can bring your own self with you. To help you with this process of being self, being aware of the inside and outside at the same time. I remind you to journal about your meditation. Now you're weaving consciousness through your mind. You're changing the color of your glasses. As you develop the ability to describe your meditative depths, your mind develops a new level of clarity, which then applies to everything you do. This is not a surprise. One of the reasons that medical centers and many employers are bringing meditation programs in is that people get healthier and smarter. They are able to accomplish more in less time. Your boss really appreciates when your productivity increases and your emotional reactions decrease. Of course, they want you to meditate. Win-win all the way around. You get new glasses. You can see things as they really are. The first level of this is breakthroughs. You get insights into your life and those you care about. Other levels of clarity open up, like a new level of decisiveness and the ability to follow through. Did I already mention New Year's resolutions? (laughs) Progressive inner openings carry you through stages of transformation. And when you get all the way in there, which is all the way in here, you find your own inner essence, which is the one essence that is inside all. You see and you be the truth, capital T, truth, that which underlies the existence of this universe and is being you. Self. Oh, Shiva. Now you have true clarity. You see the world as it really is. It's all divine. The one divine reality, Shiva, is masquerading as everyone and everything, including you. Now you have divine eyes. For you see the divine that is already present in all. How do you get divine eyes? Meditate. When you have divine eyes, you have clarity, but you also have compassion. You see that everyone, regardless of their circumstances, is inherently lovable. They are inherently worthy of respect even if they don't know it and don't act like it. They are, each and every one of them, doing what they know to do, and they may need some help with that. And you can see it. It doesn't mean you have to do all the things that they need. That's where I started this morning. No more bleeding hearts. Some yogis have a tendency to adopt strays. One yogi I know ended up with six dogs and five cats, all of whom had some deformity or other kind of limiting condition. She spent lots of time taking care of the animals. Then she started attracting people with limiting conditions and very limited perspectives. She was being sucked dry. I tried to talk with her about it, but she couldn't hear me. I knew it wasn't going to end well, and it didn't. She got worn out and just quit. She walked out and moved away, and they all became strays again. Compassionate, yes. Clarity, no. You have to have clarity about what's needed and help as you can, but your clarity extends to yourself, to what you can realistically do and what not. Sometimes you have to say no. And you don't need to explain your no. No is a complete answer. I was at the airport getting ready for a flight. One of the documents I needed to check in was in my suitcase, unfortunately. So I stepped out of line and went over to a nice area with a bench, clearly set up for people who needed to open and rearrange suitcases. As I managed the layers of stuff in the bag, a man came up and began talking to me. He was friendly, but the gist of it was that he wanted money. I assessed the situation, seeing that the money that I might give him would likely be used in a non-intelligent manner. So I said no. He pressed on with more reasons I should give him money. I pressed on sorting out my suitcase situation. I said no again. Another man came and stood near me, a traveler who was clearly concerned that I was being harassed, but I was fine. Still, he stayed. Compassion in action, once again, from a total stranger. I nodded at my protector, but I continued my interaction with the beggar. I loved him, even while I saw him clearly. I sent him blessings and grace, and he kept asking for money. I kept responding, kindly and clearly, no. After about 15 or so tries, he nodded, and he walked away. Behind his back, I put up my hands in a yogi gesture of blessing, a mudra. I cared, and I still do care. I can see his face, but I wouldn't support his habit and lifestyle, so I said no. My protector stayed and watched the whole thing. He said, I wanted to make sure you were okay. I said, thank you. And as he walked away, I blessed him <laughs> with a Bayat Mudra. Clarity and compassion. Sometimes the right answer is no. It doesn't have to be angry or defensive. No bleeding hearts. No blaming no need for protection, no need to resist or hide or run away. Clarity and compassion make you able to see life as it is, to face it square on, with your heart open and intelligence in full flower. Baba said, human love always has some motive behind it. It is not love, it is only selfishness and self-interest, the only pure love. Is God's love. He went on and added, Love is pure compassion. It takes no account of merit. Compassion is a very special kind of love. It has no selfishness in it. There's no self interest. It's not pity or sympathy. It doesn't make the other person seem to be lesser than you. As Baba said, compassion takes no account of merit or worthiness. Compassion is not reserved for those with fewer resources than you. In my time with Baba, I spent a lot of time with the glitterati, the rich and famous. They flocked to him. Why? Because they were in pain. They had everything life was supposed to offer, and it didn't fill them up. Their emptiness was painful to them. They wanted something that they couldn't win or buy. And Baba gave it to them. What was that? Their own self. I watched them, like all of us, go through the process. And I felt compassion for them when they were crying or had that haunted look on their face as they came through the food line. Everyone comes to eat, you know? And I helped serve the food. So you get to see them in all kinds of moods and conditions. Compassion extends to anyone and everyone, regardless of their status or lack thereof. Compassion is a very special kind of love. God's love pouring through you. What is God's love? God loves you. As a 60s child, I heard that a lot. I sang it in so many of the songs at the time. I looked for God's love, even believed it was there, but I couldn't feel it. Not until I met Baba. He made me able to feel God's love. And I reveled in it. It was not merely theory anymore. The theory tells us God loves you because God loves everyone, so God loves you too. I confess that didn't work for me. But Baba sat in the reality of Godness. He emanated God's love like sunshine warming you all the way into your bones. It was unavoidable to feel that divine love. That's what fed me. That's what nourished me. That's what kept me with him for so many years. I wanted to be loved. I wanted God's love. But more than God's love, Baba gave me God. He gave me God on the inside. Every time I meditated with him, I found that divine reality within again and again. Until I got so deep that I couldn't surface anymore. I couldn't lose myself anymore because it is who I am. There is only that one reality within. That is who you are. That is self, your own divine essence. This is what we meditate on. So, of course, you become more compassionate. You become a means by which God's love shines into the world through your own compassion. But no bleeding hearts. Compassion with clarity. Clarity and compassion, head and heart together. What a way to live. Of course, That's only possible because of Baba. That's what the guru does. That's how I serve you best, to make your mind currently so focused on the world around you and others in it, to make your mind turn inwards so you can know your own self through meditation. It's the guru's job to give you your own self. My clarity is that I see the divine in you. My compassion is that I give you the ability to see the divine in yourself. That's what meditation is all about, to know your own self, meditate. To see the divine in others, to bring your own self with you into your activities in life. That's what Guru Seva, selfless service to the Guru, is about. But first, you have to meditate again and again. Then you bring your meditation with you, saturating your mind with consciousness. Saturating your mind with the consciousness that you are. Oh, Shiva. Om Swarupa Swaswa swa